0: Welcome to the Growth Mindset Gal podcast with your host, me Allie Brooke. I help the everyday woman grow her mindset and spirituality in her daily life in order to break comparison to the Instagram perfect lifestyle. Join me as we navigate the stress and anxiety of our daily routines and reclaim our power to cultivate our most authentic life. Let's start romanticizing the mundane together. Hi guys, and welcome back to the Growth Mindset Gal podcast with your host, me, Ali Brooke. Happy, mindful Monday, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in. And if you're new here, welcome. We are so happy that you're here. My name is Ali Brooke. I'm an educator on a mindset journey, just sharing different types of coping mechanisms and mindset techniques and habits and routines to help us keep growing and evolving and becoming our best selves and building our best selves and just sharing things I learned from therapy, sharing things I learned from self-development books and also bringing on amazing guests who are experts in their fields as well. And if you're a veteran here, hey, what's up? Hello, welcome back. Thanks for tuning back in and I am so excited to record this podcast for you guys today. And let me just share what I did with you guys, a little check in. So this is my i want to say maybe like fourth weekend upstate it's officially really getting into fall there's foliage guys it's october in upstate new york it is foliage central and nate and i today we went on a hike and let me tell you this was a real hike like there's hikes on long island but this was like a hike my legs right now are absolutely screaming but like in a good way and it was about like um a two mile hike but it was you know <laughs> I wore the wrong shoes let me just start there I wore sneakers for some odd reason and I was like maybe even maybe I should wear like my snow shoes which can kind of be like hiking boots it's kind of the same terrain but I was like nah, I'll just wear sneakers Nate also wore sneakers let me tell you those sneakers both pairs are in the front of our apartment covered I mean guys ma'am covered in mud and dirt and we're walking through mud through dirt so much different elevation we had cross crossover creeks we um our end destination of the hike was like this beautiful waterfall that was like the reward after this hike we were i want to say maybe like not even a quarter of the way through and it was so muddy i literally stopped and was like we need to turn around like i'm not we can't we can't do this <laughs> like there's so much mud my feet are already like soaked and it was like no the reward is the waterfall at the end of this hike like this hike is like something we can conquer and all this stuff and i was like okay but if like i lose a shoe if i roll an ankle like that is on you and we were walking it was guys beautiful out absolutely gorgeous like perfect fall day it was sunny it was maybe i want to say like 65 and just being in nature was again like i always say when i'm in nature it's just so healing and so relaxing and so soothing there's been there was a couple of times on the hike where i just like stopped just like looked around and nate got so many great pictures for content by the way just throwing that out there but just being in nature and just surrounded by just the sun the leaves were falling and changing colors and then when we would pass like the little creeks you just hear running water and like tranquility. It was just, it was so beautiful, so nice. And I just kept reminding myself like, this is why you moved. Like, this is the moment. And always remind myself of the the hike was like low key kind of a metaphor, like in some fun way that I was like, even though it looks tough in the beginning, like the reward is worth it. Because let me tell you, the mud was unhinged on this hike. But granted, I did wear the wrong shoes. I was not fully prepared. But the waterfall at the end of this, you guys, was absolutely gorgeous and just so peaceful. And then after that, Nate and I left, we got some food. We had to go food shopping after that. Obviously, you get food before food shopping. You never go food shopping hungry. And then we came back. We also stopped at Home Goods and we got some cute um, pictures and canvases to hang around the apartment because it needs a little bit of comfort. The walls are kind of barren in here. And then we came back and I did some work and cooked some dinner. And now I'm here just. Chatting chat with you guys. So it was just, it was such a nice, beautiful day. And I always get so grateful when I'm in nature because it's just so, it's so beautiful. Like I can't say it enough. And it's, it really being out in the sun and being in nature and being active is like such a superpower habit to do. Like doing any activity outside is so great. And it really improved my mood and my mindset because for the past couple of days, it's been like kind of rainy and gross out and I could feel like I was kind of off and like a little irritated and just like tired. Like after work on Friday, I came home. I didn't even cook dinner on Friday. I came home and just like lay down and then just like didn't get back up. But it was kind of more like I'm just listening to my body that day. But it was just because it was like Friday, it was rainy and gross and now on Sunday, it was like I was like uplifted from the mood that I was in. I mean, weather really takes a hold on us, I must say. But it was just a great day. And I hope wherever you guys are, you had a beautiful Sunday where you use it to have fun or you use it to set up your week. You use it to relax, rest and digest, whatever you used your Sunday for. I hope you guys enjoyed it and I hope you're ready to. Start off another wonderful week. It's the first week in October. And so let's get into today's episode. Hey, Growth Mindset Gang, have you ever been super overwhelmed, anxious, or stressed? in your life due to maybe your job, your relationships, your friendships, your family, and you have all this inner turmoil and it can seem like there is no way out. I felt that way. I remember when I was on the train to work one day and I had this super influx of anxiety and I didn't even know where it was coming from. And I would talk to my friends and family and significant others about it, but I needed something more. I needed to talk to a professional. And so I started going to therapy because I realized I shouldn't live like this and neither should you. So today's sponsor is brought to you by BetterHelp, which is here to help you. BetterHelp offers licensed therapists who are trained to listen and help you. Talk to your therapist in a private online environment at your convenience. There is a broad range of expertise and BetterHelp's 20,000-plus therapist network that gives you the access to the help that may not be available in your area. You just need to fill out a questionnaire to help assess your specific needs, and then you get matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. That is two days, you guys. Then you schedule a secure video and phone sessions. Plus, you can exchange unlimited messages, and everything you share is completely confidential. I actually used BetterHelp when I started my therapy journey. It was one of the first options I looked at because I felt like I was so busy all the time. When would I have time to go to find a therapist and then go to therapy? And I remember I took a very simple questionnaire and they matched me with a therapist she was super helpful and useful and i was able to text her whenever i was feeling anxious and i was like this is amazing right and i know therapy can be a little intimidating at first and it kind of feels like dating and you kind of go through the different aspects and motions of it but with better help if you're not feeling the therapist that they gave you, they will switch it up and find someone better for you. So it takes the stress from you with finding a therapist that works. And you can request a new therapist at no additional charge at any time. So join the 2 million plus people who have taken charge of their mental health with an experienced BetterHelp therapist. And let me tell you, From my own experience with therapy, it is so amazing to talk to a professional about your anxiety and have them kind of go through specific scenarios and conversations with you so you don't feel alone. And they give you helpful tools in order to take on and combat your overwhelm, your anxiety, and your stress. Because you guys know, we shouldn't be living like this and we shouldn't be living stuck in our own heads and we should enjoy life. And talking to a professional can definitely help us to switch our perspective and grow our mindset. You can get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash the growth mindset gal. That's betterhelp.com slash the growth mindset gal. That link is going to be in my show notes. And if you're interested in therapy, this would be a beautiful, wonderful first step to see if this can work for you and i hope you guys enjoy the services that it provides and i hope that it helps you in your mindset journey. Okay guys, so i officially finished the comfort zone book that i've been reading for September and let me tell you and i talked about this book in in last week's episode. It's such a great read. It's just so simple and encouraging. It's just like you're listening to a friend to tell you, hey, here's are just some, you know, tools and journal reflections. And she has a lot of different like exercises throughout the chapters that you can do. So it's actually a book that you can like read and then like stop and go back to it and do a journal prompt, do an exercise, do an affirmation, you know, exercise and stuff like that. It was such a great book. So again, it's going to be in the show notes. I finished it today and I highly recommend reading it. And so another part of the book that stood out to me and it kind of related to what i've experienced you know within this weekend is she talks about in the book your relationships and the comfort zone of relationships which i think is really important for us to really break down and and take a look at because for some reason we're like sold this idea that relationships when they're great and when they're meant for you, they're supposed to be easy where there's like a little bit of like a truth and a myth within that because every time there's like a conflict or there's like it's not easy, we panic, right? Or sometimes we think, oh, if, you know, I just keep trying and you know, and work through it. It will work out. And It's kind of like this weird gray area of it should be easy, but like sometimes conflicts come up and you have to resolve them. But then there's the other side of how many conflicts should I be resolving? You know, it's like that weird gray balance area. And she really puts it into perspective. She talks about there's two different types of like the relationships that we come into contact with. There's luminaries where there's those relationships that light you up, you feel good. They make you feel so loved and so wanted and respected. And after you hang out with this person, you feel like energized and better and all those things. And then there's the gluminaries she talks about, where these are kind of the people that kind of suck your energy away, that make you feel bad about yourself, insecure, that gaslight you all of those things and it's so crucial for us to learn how to navigate those types of relationships and where to set boundaries, where to advocate for yourself and how do you really communicate effectively? So I kinda wanna share um, a little tidbit with you guys. So this past weekend that I just was talking about on Saturday where it was rainy and gloomy, Um, Nate and I got into, I wouldn't even say it was a conflict. It's more of like a misunderstanding and it like, we were waiting to like go somewhere and we had like a little bit of a misunderstanding, which again, like I said, it happens in relationships. And so I went in and I went into the shower and I just started getting ready to wherever we were going to go. And I, while I was a little frustrated, I remember to myself when him and I have conflicts that a lot of the times he apologizes first and then I'll apologize. So something I wanted to work on with, you know, communicating effectively because he is a luminary relationship in my world is I want to work on me saying like, sorry, first, when we do have a misunderstanding. And so i got out of the shower i got dressed and i he was sitting in the living room and i went to him and i was like hey i'm sorry about before but what you said you know and i explained you know the situation to him and then he was like oh no it's okay like i'm sorry for saying it or or whatever you know that it was um but we we sat with each other and really like dove deep into why what he said triggered me in a way and that he's going to be more mindful of because I'm a I you know repeated to him that remember my love language is words of affirmation so and I even said to him I was like listen you can take me out to dinner you can do all these acts of services that you want but the minute a word comes out that is a, a negative impact on me I remember that because I'm words of affirmation and he completely understood and he's really going to, he's going to work on being more mindful of of what he says and stuff like that. And it wasn't even like this like mean thing. It was just like something just like, you know, that just, it triggered me in a way. Um, and so he gave me space to explain why it triggered me. And then I gave him space for him to apologize and then kind of, you know, share his perspective. And we talked, I think it was like for at least like 30 to 45 minutes. We are just chatting. And I realized that sometimes people just say silly things and you have the right to be offended and triggered by it, right? Like you should, you know, you shouldn't be like, oh, whatever. And like brush it off because if it does bother you, obviously you should share and you should advocate for yourself and have the conversation, right? But it's, here's where the balance is. Now, in that scenario, Nate is a luminary relationship, right? He's my significant other. So we work through things. And how we communicated after a conflict, being like, hey, like, this is what happened. And we gave each other space to share how that scenario went down. That meant that we were both looking for a solution at the end of it. And we found a solution at the end of our conversation where if you find yourself in any type of relationship whether it's family it's friends it's a significant other if you get into conflicts with them a lot and there's never a resolution or they always need to be right and it's you feel like you can't share or express where you're coming from when things are going on and when you're with them it's sucking your energy it's making you question your own worth or your own intelligence or anything of the sort then they are not worth it. it they really it really isn't worth it because i'm at a point in my own journey and i even you know i see it all around like social media where it's like oh soft girl era, like that's kind of where i'm at where meaning like i I'm not going to yell and scream and to to prove my point, I'm going to effectively communicate with and share with compassion and empathy and receive that in return. And if I'm not receiving that in return and there's yelling and there's screaming and there's like this, you know, it's not productive, then it's time to set a boundary and move on. Whatever the scenario, is. Because, and I think this sometimes comes with age as well, is you and your reality that you perceive in your mind, which then is your mindset, is the five people you spend the most time with, right? We've heard that before. And so those five people that you interact with on a daily basis, so that doesn't even mean you have to see them that means you text them or you're calling them that can even count but the five people that you spend most of your time with that's what re- creates the reality that you perceive so think with yourself right and like think in your own thoughts and sit down and take a moment and i've even done this kind of reflective activity um with growth mindset even with you know my students in the past and You know, think about the narratives that you tell yourself about your own self, your own success, or just like life in general. Like think of those narratives and then think about where you receive those narratives. Like think long and hard and, and remember and reflect on why do you think that way? Did society tell you to think that way? Did a friend tell you to think that way? Did a family member, did a, a relationship make you think that way and, and start seeing these negative narratives and these like fixed mindset narratives that are not serving you, especially when you're trying to grow and evolve and build a better life and build a better you, who is that coming from? And if it's coming from a certain family member or a certain friend or even a significant other, it's time to do a check and be like, is this person worth it? Right? When you hang out with them, Do you feel luminous or do you feel gloom? Do you dread seeing them, but you feel like you're obligated to see them for some odd reason? and Or or are you excited to, when you make plans with them, you're excited to to see them? And you kind of sometimes have to walk a very fine line because sometimes relationships, friends, family, significant other, they can be luminous and then gloomy it just like your own life can be luminous and gloomy like right you go through different seasons so do other people so that's kind of where the empathy and compassion and that kind of gray area that you really need to navigate is realize why are people saying the things that they're saying you really have to think about it cuz most of the time people are saying things as a projection of themselves right if there's a judgment towards your life or they're making you feel bad about something um, or they're just like not making you feel loved or welcomed, that's maybe a projection of them. Maybe they're insecure. Maybe they're jealous. Maybe they're envious. Maybe they're miserable in their own lives. And you know, like we always say, misery loves company. So when you're kind of discerning the people that you want to be around, luminary or gluminary, You have to also think of were there any luminous points of this relationship and why has it changed if it has? Is this person really going through something? And maybe you need to show empathy and compassion and be there for them and, you know, show a little patience. But still let them know, you know, you can sit down with someone and be like, hey, I really know that you're going through a very rough time, a very rough season right now, and I'm here for you and I really want to support you. Just let me know how I can. But, you know, sometimes I want to let you know that I love and I support you. But sometimes perhaps the season that you're in, you know, projects some behaviors that are making it hard for me to be there for you. Right. And have that conversation with that person if they're going through a really rough patch. Like, I want to be here and I want to love and support you. But if recently they haven't been great, you know, sit down with them and talk about it with them in a loving way. Because sometimes they're reflecting and projecting either their grief, their anger, their sadness onto you. And if you're, and, you know, they just want you to take it which for some reason we're taught that if someone's going through a rough thing, like you should just be just like this punching bag that, you know, you don't say anything, you don't say anything, you don't say anything, but that also affects you. So you can be there and be a supportive person for them in their dark time and helping them support them along their healing journey, whatever that it is, in a loving and supporting way, but also, advocate for yourself now on the other hand if the relationship has never been luminous and it's always been gloomy you can always remove yourself and really have if you have to, if you're obligated to see them maybe it's someone that you work with maybe it's a family woman you have to see them right try your best to you know allocate the time be like, maybe, you know, you take them in doses or maybe even so, maybe it's a, a friendship that was luminous, but you're you're kind of growing apart, but you still enjoy hanging out with each other, hang out in doses. You don't have to hang out like you used to, but you don't want to end the friendship either, but just hang out in in small doses. Because in the age realm that most of us are in right now, we're millennials, so we're gearing towards... Our late 20s, our 30s, and this is when life's really starting to shift. Where like the early 20s, just got out of college, starting you know life in the real world is you know way behind us. (laughs) And now we're really in the zone of like I'm I'm kind of in you know, or I definitely am in the career path that I want, or I'm like on the way there. I'm perhaps maybe in the relationship that I want to be in because like some of us are getting married. Some of us are having kids. Some of us are buying our first house. Like a lot of us are doing big things. And so sometimes when you are getting to this point of life, you're growing in one direction and perhaps a friend is not. And that's okay. Maybe you just have two different goals in life. There's nothing wrong with that. But if you feel like you're outgrowing that friendship. And so instead of it being luminary like it used to be, it's getting a little gloomy because some, you might not be on the same page of goals and, and things like that. And even maybe your perspectives on life has changed. And again, nothing wrong with that. But then maybe perhaps you hang out, like we said, more in doses same thing with family members perhaps if you only have to see them on the holidays that's kind of what you can do and you know try your best to maybe be around them as less as possible if it's if it's glubinary because it's it's insane how like we have so much power of our reality but man the people we surround ourselves with that's like half the battle because we have the power to create our reality but our our brains and minds are influenced based on the people that are are, you know surrounding us so when you're in a luminary relationship and there may be some days or months or seasons that it's a little gloomy if that relationship makes you feel loved safe wanted secure all of those things that we want to feel heard and seen right for all of our parts, and it's perhaps you're going through a a rough season, learning how to effectively communicate is something that is so helpful. And if you're like, Ali, I don't know how to effectively communicate. There are so many resources around us. There are books, there there are podcasts, there are YouTube, you know, videos and things like that, or even so, if you want, maybe go to therapy together. I mean, there's been a couple of sessions of, you know, you know, my own therapy sessions where Nate has sat in with me because we were going through, you know, a conflict or whatever, and we needed like a professional unbiased opinion of how can we work through this together? What, what could be the solution that we both go towards rather than fighting each other? fight for a solution. And so there have been a couple of times where he sat in with me and and we discussed those things and it's helped us in our relationship because we remember what we learned and the coping skills and, and communication skills from those sessions. So sometimes you might need just to talk to a professional and be like, hey, like this is something that we wanna work on. We wanna learn how to effectively communicate better because man, guys, it's hard. I'll let you know, it's hard because at first you don't just effectively communicate. Well, like when there, a conflict arises and you get triggered, there's no effective communication, like right off the bat. Like there might be like an emotional outburst, or maybe like, I need to take a fi- I need to take five, you know what I'm saying? And like, give yourself some space. Like that's what I did, where I left and I went and I showered, you know, and just kind of, cooled myself down and then came back out and was like all right now like i'm ready to to share and express and talk about it it's okay if like you know something happens and you're like oh but then you you know have a reaction that's normal just give yourself time to actually give a better response because we're human and we're going to react to things but then you know communicate that you want a little time to, and then come back to it. And that takes sometimes, you know, learning those habits that takes some time learning from a professional. And it's really cool. Like where we are now in like the mental health space is there's actually so many like certified therapists that write books. There's so many certified therapists that have podcasts and also you know I have a youtube channel and things like that where you can get the resources that work best for you in in your situation but it's just so important to have people around you that make you feel good and that you make them feel good right you should also be a good friend and you have to maybe you know reflect a little bit here and there and be like am i am i a good friend like, are they maybe acting a certain way because maybe perhaps I'm not being a good person? Because a lot of the times when we talk about, oh, setting boundaries and da 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 da, we often talk about the other person, but do we ever talk about that maybe we're being, you know, not the best person and that's why they're acting in a certain way and we're feeling more gloomy than, you know, luminous? It could be us sometimes. So, you know, set boundaries and have conversations, but also like sit with yourself and and do a little, you know, reflection time and be like, you know what, am I, am I being the best, you know, friend to this person? Am I being the best partner? Am I being the best, you know, daughter, son, you know, brother, sister, whatever? Am I being the best that I can be to bring out the best in other people? So that way, because relationships, it's a, you know, it takes two to tango in any relationship. So make sure that if a relationship used to be luminous and happy, make you feel good, but then all of a sudden now it's not, is it just them or is something you're doing as well and they're not communicating that's hurting them and it's causing like this odd tension? I think it's so important whenever you feel tension in a relationship that really doesn't have a lot of tension to bring it up, like don't ignore tension because then it just festers and festers and festers and eventually it explodes. If I always say like, I let people know be like, you know, I'm feeling a little a little bit of tension between us right now. It's like everything okay. I mean, you seem a little off. I feel a little off. You know, not, you know, we don't it's not, you know, we're not grooving like we usually do. Is something the matter, something going on? Is it something, you know, that I did? Like, you know, let them give them the space to maybe share that maybe you're not being great. that's fine too. So take a a beat (laughs) and, you know, after maybe listening to this episode and being like, you know what, who are my luminary relationships and who are my gluminary relationships? And my luminary relationships, make sure that, you know, you spread that love as well and, you know, check in on them and chat with them as frequently as you possibly can. I mean... There, I think yesterday I was on my phone and I was like, you know what? Let me just like send um a text in the in the group chat. And I'm in with, you know, three of my friends, and we're still friends from high school. It's crazy. Um, that's who I went out with to the wineries last week when I went home or like the weekend before. And we always say how crazy it is that like we're friends like since high school and like we're almost 30. <laughs> like we lasted this long, like go us. And I love them. they're my luminaries. I always feel great when I hang out with them. And so I sent them a text and I was like, hey, like I hope everything's great. I miss you guys. I can't wait till cause they're gonna come up and visit. I can't wait to see them. Ba 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 ba. And like they message back like right away, being like so excited to come visit. All these things we miss you, like all those. And it, you know they feel seen, and I feel seen. You know, just these little check ins. I even I texted another friend the other day, that's checking in. Like she's one of my um, like one of my great friends, and she's also a teacher. And I was like, hey, how's the school year going? Like checking in with her, seeing how it's going. I check in with my sister because you know she's immensely pregnant right now. I'm checking in on her, how she's feeling. You know, just sending out those little check-ins here and there, I mean, and I, I spoke about this before, like they, they go a long way. So really putting in the work when you have a luminary relationship with anyone, putting in that work to make sure, that, like you wanna feel love, seen and heard, but make sure they also feel love, seen and heard as well. That That reciprocation is everything. And the people that are making you feel gloomy, I mean, That's your choice. What are you going to do? Perhaps you can set boundaries. If that's going to work, that's on you. That's fine. Or is it time to move on? And there's nothing wrong with that. If this person is not making you feel good and you see them not coming with you on building a better life, that's that's life and it's you know what's such a freeing feeling growth mindset, game, you know what's such such a freeing feeling once you feel it that we tend to think that like relationships don't need to be permanent. They don't. In life, like a broad scheme of things in life, nothing is permanent. Everything is temporary. And relationships, friendships, even relations with family members, those can be temporary. I mean, they are temporary. Every, every relationship that you're in is temporary if you really get, get down to things. But at the stage we're at now, when we're in our late 20s or early 30s and our journey is one way and another friend's journey is another way and you just outgrow each other, like no hard feelings. I mean, that happens. It's okay to let people go. And especially if they're gluminary relationships, Woo! let it go. let them go. It's okay. You don't have to stay friends with them because you've been friends with them for years. Like, you don't owe people anything because of time. Sometimes you just got to let go of a friendship if it's not serving you anymore. I know it's hard, but it's okay. It's it really it really is, especially if you do it in a very respectful way and you don't just like ghost them cuz you know a lot of people do that cuz like that's the easiest thing you could do do it in a very mature way and if you know if you have to have a conversation with them being like you know what i really enjoyed our friendship but i think we're going in different directions and have like a a friendship breakup i feel like friendship breakups are like way more intense than a relationship breakup because it's like this this weird thing that we're not really taught how to do or cope with but sometimes you just gotta let them go. Not all friends are here for the long haul. And it doesn't mean that they're bad people. It doesn't mean you're a bad person. Sometimes friendships, they fizzle and you gotta let them, you gotta let them fizzle. And you just outgrow each other. There's plenty of times where I've had conversations with people. And I'm like, oh, we're all going to be bridesmaids at each other's weddings. And those people I don't talk to anymore, but it's no hard feelings. We just all grew apart. We don't hate each other. It's not like we don't, you know, aren't like quote unquote friends anymore, but we don't hang out like we used to. And that's okay. It's all right. But those people, like I said, if those people that are the luminaries that are also fizzling, let them fizzle. Just because you've known them for 15 years, you've known them since middle school. Are they, are they making your life fun? Are they enriching your life? No, see ya if you are in a relationship and let's say perhaps you've been dating someone and it's been like, you know, even a couple of years, but it's just not, there's no improvements that are happening. And maybe perhaps you've done all the things like you've tried to effectively communicate, you have even tried maybe even therapy, you've tried to do everything that you possibly can, but just perhaps it's not working out. It's, it's okay to end it and it's going to be really hard and sad. But a lot of people, especially around the ages, like we're in our late 20s and early 30s, and perhaps the relationship's not working out anymore, and, you, and you've and tried to work out, but a lot of people are afraid of you know, breaking it off because they're like, oh, I don't want to start over with someone new. But you would rather stay in a relationship that isn't serving each of you, because in my eyes, If it's not serving you and you've, like I said, you've done everything you've tried, you both, like it's just not working out anymore. You're, if you stay there, you're stopping you and then that person from finding the real person that they're supposed to be with because you're holding on, because you're afraid to, you know, restart. And I know it's hard and it's easier said than done, but you really got to think about it is is that relationship worth it? Or is it turning into a gloominary where you're just hanging on for dear life because, you know, you're 29, almost 30, and you've been dating for, you know, a couple of years, and you're afraid that you break up and like, oh, what are people going to say? And then you're back to square one, and you're back to being single at 29 and 30. And like, we know our generation, we're like, that's like, we're cool with it. But like, our subconscious thought is like oh like i shouldn't be single at this point i should you know be getting married and having kids so like you hang on to that person man that's that that's going to take a little bit for you to, to to sit through but when a relationship is not serving you anymore The true thing is to let go so that way that person can be truly happy and you can be truly happy because that's what we deserve. We deserve to be truly happy. And that's what the comfort zone book that talks about and all the different when we talk about the different levels of comfort zone I talked about last week and then these luminary and gluminary relationships. She kept saying in the book, Kristen Butler over and over again, which I loved in this book, that's what stood out to me the most, is we deserve to be happy. We deserve to live life in ease and excitement and comfort and love and joy. We deserve that. Hey, Growth Mindset Gang, have you been struggling with finding the right health and wellness products to help you with your fitness goals because I've been struggling with it lately. I have been looking for ways that I can grow muscle. I've been looking for ways to endure longer workouts, especially after a long day of work. And my true goal for my fitness journey is to just become stronger and be able to survive (laughs) the end of the day workout and I have found a fantastic health and wellness nutrition brand first form. First Form has such amazing products that really can help us on an individual level with our health and fitness goals. Some of my favorites that I've been trying out is the Level 1 Protein Caramel Latte. Let me tell you guys, it tastes amazing. And Level 1 Protein has helped me stay fuller longer. I've been putting it in my coffee in the morning because some days I wake up but I'm just not hungry right away. And unfortunately I have coffee and we all know having coffee on an empty stomach ain't it. So. I started putting protein in my coffee to help fill me up so that way I don't get that anxiety crash midday if I'm just having coffee at first and also I've been putting in my coffee the amazing salted caramel collagen powder oh my god you guys it tastes first of all also tastes amazing and I can even tell the difference between my hair skin and nails my skin has definitely looked clear, my hair, I've been seeing it in some mirrors and I'm like, wow, she's shiny. And also my nails haven't been breaking, you know, as frequently as they do between the two weeks that I get them done. It's been helping me so much. I'm also been using the pre-workout pink lemonade, and this has been really helping me get through those after work workouts. I work from 4 to 5 p.m. And let me tell you, before this pre-workout, I would be struggling after a strength session and walking on the treadmill. I would be screaming. But now, after I'm done with my strength workout, I am still pumped to get on that treadmill and last the entire hour of my workout. And also, it tastes really good. And I've never used pre-workout before, so I was a little nervous if it's going to make me anxious and things like that. But this pre-workout has helped me so much with good, long-lasting energy in a workout that doesn't carry on beyond the gym. It's not like I can't fall asleep at night. So these products have been very inviting and very easy to use, where I've always been a little bit timid of going into protein powders and pre-workout because usually when I see them, they're kind of intimidating to look at. But First Form is such a wonderful brand. They also have vegan options as well for protein powders, collagen, pre-workout, so on and so forth. And last but not least, I'm also in love with their protein bars the chocolate chip cookie dough fan favorite of the house Nate and I love those protein bars we put in our bags in the morning and that's our little snack right before we work out so that way because you know that after work workout we are starving so having that protein bar right before the workout helps me sustain my energy and help with my muscle growth because those are the goals so If you are interested in exploring these products to improve your fitness journey, the links are in my show notes. And also feel free to DM me on Instagram at the Growth Mindset Gal for any questions that you may have on different types of products. Absolutely love. Highly recommend. And our biggest block is ourselves because of these made-up expectations of where we're supposed to be in life and who we're supposed to be with and what we're supposed to be doing, and all those things. But if you're in a gluminary relationship, you don't deserve that. You deserve to be in a friendship, in a relationship, in a family that loves and supports you because you're doing great things. You're an amazing person with such beautiful potential and your potential could be blocked by your mindset because of your surroundings of your relationships and who you come into contact with. So after you listen to this episode, take a minute and take out your journal or your notes app on your your phone, whatever you do, and sit and really think about who are my luminary relationships? How can I make them better and 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 really be there for them and all those great things and then who are the gluminary relationships and how could you either maybe set boundaries or let go because if you want to build a better you and a better life sometimes in order to expand and get into your higher and most expansive self You need to let go of the version and the people who surround that version of yourself. Sometimes you need to let them go. And sometimes people are here only just for a chapter of our lives to maybe help us in some way or teach us a lesson in some way. And then sometimes you go to the next chapter, you flip over the page and they don't go with you because they're not meant to be with you in that chapter. They served you in whatever way they were supposed to serve you in that chapter. And that's okay. Does it make you a bad person? Does it make them a bad person? That's just what happens in life. And when you surrender to that and you accept that, you don't feel the need to that, you don't feel like that need to control relationships. If it's not working out and you've done the work and tried your best, and it's still not releasing the control and letting the relationships go where they may, sometimes that's the best thing for you. Growth Mindset Gang, I have an amazing offer to share with you. I have recently created a mindset coaching Program. Now, if you're listening and you struggle with imposter syndrome, people pleasing, overthinking, needing external validation, low self esteem, indecisiveness, perfectionism, fear of failure, or lack of confidence, this coaching program can be aligned and serve you with this coaching program, you would sign up with me for three months to receive a one-on-one coaching via Zoom. We would meet either weekly or bi-weekly for 45 minutes to about an hour and really get clear on your mindset journey and what's the woman or who's the woman you want to become. Along with the weekly or bi-weekly Zoom calls with me. You would have a daily accountability messaging with me via Slack, so I do my daily check-ins with you and see how you're doing with your progress in between our sessions. You will also have access to the resource library that I will create where I will give you journal prompts, I will give you weekly self-reflection templates, I'll give you even book recommendations or we do a little mini book club together with a self-development book. Also, I'm gonna be creating a Facebook group to also grow a community in this mindset coaching program. And if this feels aligned with you, you can also receive a huge investment discount if you are the first three to sign up with the three month coaching program. If you are interested in this coaching program, you feel aligned or you just wanna talk to me and test it out and see if it, it works for you, you can click the link in my show notes to fill out a Google form to share with me what you want to work on and who's the woman that you want to become. How do you want to grow your mindset and fulfill and improve your mindset journey? And I will contact you. We hop on a discovery call for an hour and we talk about what are you struggling with right now? right? Where do you want to see yourself in three months? And I create a unique program just for you. And I'm here to be your coach, your supporter, and help you in your journey. So if this sounds amazing with you, or you just want to see and test it out, fill out that form. And when you fill it out, I'll contact you right away and help create a wonderful program to create your most authentic self. All right, you guys. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please make sure to share it with a friend who really needs to hear it. Share it on your stories and let me know your major takeaways. Definitely, if you are feeling these past two episodes, get the book "The Comfort Zone" by Kristen Butler. It's an amazing book. It's it was just such a beautiful read and so refreshing and just fun and and I, it was like a, like it felt like you know a friend was just telling you some really great advice. And so I highly recommend the book. It's going to be in the show notes. Make sure to follow me on Spotify, rate me on Spotify, rate, subscribe, and review on Apple Podcasts. And remember, guys, grow your mindset and look how far you'll go. I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Part of the Boundless Audio Podcast Network.